Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you. And I can hear you loud and clear. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing today? I'm good. I just finished cleaning. Um, I'm going to hop in the shower after and probably oh. go out and do a couple of stuff. I still have to shoot today. I have to say. Oh, you do have to shoot today. Okay. And what kind of scene are we shooting today? What what you gonna be premiering to the people? I have no idea just yet. We talked about um he said like breath play and like um mm. throat training and stuff like that and a couple of other mm. stuff, but I have no idea what exactly we're gonna do. I told him I leave it up to him because it's off of his platform. So, okay. said, so, 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 what's breath play? So, my listeners can understand what that is. Um, basically, it's like like controlling your breath in a way. Like you know, I'm mm-hmm. trying to explain how they explain it because I don't really know about it all the way. I'm new to breath play. I guess it's more like training. You know, like your breathing and stuff like that. And I guess like the choking and stuff like okay. that area. Oh, okay. So, so these are going to be hard, like hardcore scenes, blowjob, penetration, or BDSM. Um, probably more of the BDSM aspect, because we didn't wish people any penetration shoots. Oh, so 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 we being the sub today. So we're being a submissive today. Well, I'm a natural sub in the bedroom either way, but. Mm-hmm. He does more like the BDSM type of stuff. Okay. I like more case forte. So I mm. said, okay, I'll leave it up to you. When you go to artists, take mm. me and I'll leave you. Yeah, because that's a, a niche that one black women, especially on the sub side, really don't get into. Um, yeah. Like if you see a black woman, she's more so the dom, not necessarily the sub. And I think that's a market that is money, is being a black sub. You know, period. Um, wherever, even to the point, depending upon how extreme you necessarily go, you know, because some people like electric play. I talked to somebody recently; they did an electric play scene. So that's not bad, honestly. I seen it happen at um, I went to a singles party in mm-hmm. New York, and I seen it happen. It didn't look that bad. And I tried it again at Exotica a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and it feels good. So I actually would try it in the scene, but I have to find my do it again. <laughs> you be sitting getting shot. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> I mean, it's not like any hard nah, nah, nah. subtle and stuff like that. But actually, yeah. first time I hear it. So, are you a uh, pain slut? Um, I honestly don't know. I mean, I know I kind of like pain, but like to an extent. But mm-hmm. I don't think my tolerant level would be a pain slut because I never try anything mm-hmm. to like okay. extra, extra, extra. But I do like mm-hmm. pain to an extent. Okay. Then. So, so where do you fall on the spectrum as a submissive? You know, we, we talking about brat, princess, um, of course, pain slut. Um, I, I can't figure all of them at this point in time. It's too <laughs> early in the morning, but. Uh, <laughs> So where where do you fall in? Um, well, I'm definitely a brat. I'm definitely a little. I knew that. I have, I have little tendencies. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see. I see you like to be cuddled. Like to be cuddled I and coddled. 
I do. Like I like the um, you know, like to be cuddled, coddled. I like to tell them I'm a good girl. You know, I like to be reprimanded and stuff like that. Compliments it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the nurturing and stuff. I'm definitely a brat yes. because I like to push a button so I can't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you I like don't to be punished. Like, yeah, like I'll do it. Like you just say, don't do it. Yeah, and I'll look at you and then do it. Yeah, because uh, as you can tell, that I'm curious in it because I'm a dom myself. So you know, so uh, we talk about BDSM on this on this show. It's been about the show. I got to do these particles so we can get this interview on the road. It's actually okay. Okay, cool. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcasting career. All you have to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and set up a profile start podcast today. I am your host, Kavanaugh, the Southern Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find my porn links. Yes, I'm retired, so I won't. The only update you'll be seeing is stuff that just ain't released, as well as my music, which I'll be dropping a new song pretty much at the beginning of the year. So you might want to go ahead and find those links. And also follow me on social media, all with one link. Find it all with one link. I'm talking about allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Also, we have two wonderful sponsors that I need to tell you about. The first one is the Facebook of the Ellis community. I'm talking about ellisworld.com. Go to there, get yourself a profile and start your journey or continue your journey or expand your journey to the life of kink. And also, one of the hottest growing magazines around the world. I'm talking about Eroticism Mag. So go to eroticismmagazine.com. Get yourself a monthly subscription. Get out of paperback or look at it digitally. And we're talking the sexiest, hottest ladies from around the world, people. So go to eroticismmagazine.com and subscribe today. Also, we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. I'm talking about multiple podcasts giving you the black experience. Plus, while you're there, experience shopping from over 500 black-owned shops and retailers selling their products to you. And you just missed that black Friday sale, which they probably still be doing. They might be still doing it. I don't know. I haven't checked. So go to shop GWD. Buy black, support black businesses, build a black economy so we create generational wealth. And every Monday night on K97 FM, the radio station for adult film, I'm talking about Monday Night Smoke, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I chop it up with a young lady, a gent from the business of porn, discussing the business of porn. I'm talking about hot-ass interviews from the top of the game to the hottest new names that you need to know about. So go to Kevin, I mean, excuse me, damn, K97FM.com and listen to me every Monday night and catch that smoke. Now I'm going to be quiet and let this sexy lady introduce herself. Well, hi. Um, I know my name, Mystic Queen. A lot of people might know me as the Head Goddess. That was my original name when I first started out. Mm-hmm. Um, I am an independent, I guess you could say, amateur adult film star. I do contract create. Um, mm-hmm. Been in the game, I want to say, since 2016 or and off, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I am considering, you know, coming back, back, back <laughs> into the game. You know, I have more time to And I'm looking at, you know, concert creating a lot more often. Um, okay. Okay. Trying to see what else that you guys know about me, but I guess that's well, 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 we're gonna get to the tea, baby. We're gonna get to that. Trust <laughs> me. I bring the butter, I bring the butter from the duck, as they say, from where I'm from. You know, I'm a little country boy. So um let's start at the beginning, and then we're gonna get to all the stuff that you're doing because I want to ask you about pollination, probably after dark, because I also see you throw events. So you really yeah. hit the gambit when it comes to the spectrum of the sex work trade. So let's start at the beginning. What got you into the business to begin with? <laughs> okay, so actually, it's a funny story. Um, I used to date a guy. Well, I guess mess around with a guy. He mm-hmm. used to live like around the corner from me, and we were watching a documentary on Netflix. And I want to say I think it was called like The Girls Next Door. It's a really old um, documentary, mm-hmm. and it's about the girls. I think in Nevada or Miami or something like that. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy, he managed like, about like four to five girls. And they broke down like their day-to-day, what they did, what they made. He was like, you can do porn? And I'm looking like, who is doing porn? I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> about? He said, nah, you know, like when you do our little home videos, you're awesome on camera. Your sex is not bad. Mm-hmm. It was like, you honestly do shit better than the girls in the video, so why not make a page? And mm-hmm. I was like, I am a slut for you <laughs> behind closed doors. And <laughs> I was like, I am not used to the whole world seeing my sex. Mm-hmm. Hey, hold on. Mm-hmm. You said what? Yes, this commercial break has been brought to you by the Premium Smoke Room. Go there today and listen to all the most candid interviews as well as episodes that you will ever hear that you will not hear from the Smokers Lounge. So go ahead right now and subscribe for $4.99 to my premium room and hear some exclusive, candid, unapologetic, 100% honest, and very uncensored content. See, you see, you see how you do that, people? With the little breaks, you put little things in there so that you won't even notice that it's a break. <laughs> so, plus, also, while we are right now taking this break, also, I got some uh, interesting news coming up. Um, about the podcast and everything, and also um, some major okay. announcements. Okay, so she's back and stuff. Oh, yeah, I, I kept everybody entertained. I kept everybody entertained. Okay. I did a couple commercials while you were gone. So now, now back to you a slut for him. Uh, you know, uh, in private, but not necessarily on camera. Now, that's where you stop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I will. Okay, yes, I'm back. Back. Sorry. That's all good. 
I told you we, we keep it raw and uncut in this motherfucker. Yes, sir, people. Y'all get the real out this motherfucker that day. Yes, I'm ripping and running around. But um, yes, back to it. You know, I was like, I'm used to recording myself and only having my partners and me see my stuff. Mm-hmm. But talked about it. I was like, fuck it. All right. I'm gonna try it for like a month, a week tops. So we had made a video actually that week early on. Mm-hmm. I posted it and I want to say the video had about like a hundred views within like I want to say like a day or two tops. Mm-hmm. So we made two more videos, posted it up, and I think I promoted the second one, left it alone, put two more up there, did nothing. He calls me, he was like, Hey yo, look at the site. And I was like, Why? He was like, Yeah shit. It's like a million plus views. And I said, no, it's not. Because like, yeah, it is. So I looked and I was like, what the fuck? I didn't promote nothing. Just post it, let it alone. I said, oh, shit, I have fans. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I ended up getting the cash out for that. I want to say maybe like a month after. And I said, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I was like, so I just got a film me fucking and sucking and post it up, get my fans, get the money, and that's it. I was like, fuck it. You know, I think I'm gonna do this shit more often. He said, Oh, what happened to a month top? What happened to two weeks? And I was like, No, I like it now. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I like it. <laughs> and I yeah, because, because, because that money looked good, didn't it? It did after I wasn't used to that. I was used to, you know, busting my eyes at a nine to five, getting what I made and literally like a couple of minutes and a week or like two weeks top and I was getting paid every two weeks so mm-hmm. I was used to seeing what I seen with the porn money every two weeks and I was like what the fuck all I gotta do is just post a, a couple of clips of me fucking and sucking and doing nasty shit and posting it up and I still get paid mm-hmm. I was like oh yeah I think <laughs> I'm in the right position I want to say like <laughs> this, this is where it's at <laughs> So with that being said, so you pretty much shot with I think your boyfriend at the time. That was you pretty much doing your content with. Oh um, well, yeah, you know, um, lucky enough, like I said before, I always was recording, having sex. Mm-hmm. I had not but can I record? So mm-hmm. I had a couple of old videos with you know exes and God uh-huh. was messing with, and I asked him, you know what? Well, I'm looking at mm-hmm. doing porn. Would you mind if I posted your video up on the site? Of course, your face is not going to be in it if you don't want it to be. If so, let me know. It's cool, but I will, you know, cover you up. I'll distinct it. I'll turn on certain stuff. I can't hear your voice. I just want to use the clip. They was like, hell yeah, you can use me. And I was like, all right. (laughs) So I edited stuff, posted it up there, and that was pretty much it. So I said, thank God, you know, I used to film anyway, because if not, I would have no connection whatsoever. So so as you start, let's get to the content creation side of it. So as you started now, kind of at some point you had to start making more videos. Okay. Yeah. So um with with that, how did you come up with the different scenarios and scenes that you did or what have you? And how did you film it? How did your shoots describe your shoots for everybody? Okay. And, well, and who did you work with and, and all mm-hmm. that. Okay. Well, I guess get into it. Um people who have seen my stuff, they see my videos, like they're pretty much they're all and uncut. 
So I'm just yeah. taking my camera. I'm popping up, and I'm just having sex. You know, I don't have any scenarios. Yeah. I don't have any, you know, yeah. like rundowns. It's just me, Vaughn, and cut having sex. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I would like to do more, you know, like scenario scenes that I actually am working on it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my stuff is just like raw, raunchy, and uncut. And I mm-hmm. found out a lot of my fans that I do have, they like that shit. They're like, yo, yeah. I like the, like, I can really watch your shit and think, okay, this is going to happen to me. One guy was like, I don't want to see no pizza guy living pizza and getting fucked mm-hmm. or some dude fucking the stepmom. I was like, it's not going to happen all the time. But mm-hmm. your shit, it's like, River, I had a scene, I was in the trap house. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, you were doing, you were doing hood, you were doing, yeah, the thought, yeah. The see, yeah, I got you. But I see, but see, but that still played to a niche and a storyline to a certain extent. You feel what I'm coming from? Even though you mm-hmm. might not necessarily do role play, it's the fantasy of okay, I'm in the hood, you know, trapping. I got this shorty, she's a freak. She comes over, she saw me up. You know, so it still plays to a to to a role play to a certain extent, though. Yeah. So I had like more like every day, like people call me hood famous. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) And when it came to shooting, um, in the beginning, it was just, you know, the guy I was messing with. But I didn't get like my really, really big break until I went to Exotica. I think it was 2018 Mm -hmm. I went. Mm -hmm. And it was about the time someone I first met, Nasty Montana. Okay. Um, Good uh, night. That name, his name just yeah. nasty gets around. Shout out to Nasty Montana. Go ahead. I love me <laughs> some nasty. Like, all our scene was just like off the fucking top. I met him through an old friend of mine because she knew somebody who knew him. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, yeah, I got a friend. She want to do porn. You do porn. Let's wake up. And you know, our first scene, I used to work at an um, underground strip joint back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He came to the joint. He was talking to me, whatever like that. You know, I'm drinking. We talking and shit. We go in the bathroom. He was like, your scene starts now. And I said, what? He pulled this dick out. I thought, all right. So I dropped down. Right. He was just sucking his dick, you know, doing a little extra shit. He recording. He was like, all right, that's your first scene. I was like, what? <laughs> then I that met quick. him again at Exotica. Yeah, that quick. At Exotica, um, he had invited me to link up with him. And it was him. Dallas Strokes, um, I find all is, and yeah, a couple I of other Dallas. people. I love that. Oh. <laughs> I love that. He's real. He's hooked. Yes. <laughs> no, this nigga is real about his shit. But go ahead. Yes. He is mad at me right now, but <laughs> that's what they He ain't gonna stay mad at you long because he gonna think about that good good pussy and he gonna be like, you know, no, it's only because of the fact that like he knows I have potential, but he was like, You're yeah. not doing what you need to do. I was supposed to go out and do the event with him, I think in November. Yeah. He, he dropped mm-hmm. his coat line. I was gonna mm-hmm. come out there, like, hair, makeup, the whole shebang. And he said, I want mm-hmm. you to come out. I'm like, you know, I was supposed to go out and I couldn't come. He was like, Man. You and these niggas, because you know most of the time when I cancel it because of a guy. But it wasn't yeah. this time though. I, said, I just can't, you know, I'm involved with certain things and I can't really have the porn, you know, like on my background. Because if not, you know, I'll get canceled out of it. I'll get in trouble if I can't do X, Y, and Z right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking on trying to get back. But other than that, I haven't really 
I only shot with I shot with Dallas one time, but it never went out. Mm-hmm. I shot mm-hmm. with Alfonso, but that never got out either. And I oh, shot yeah. with Nasty a couple times. And right so, now, so 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 why they half. just haven't dropped it yet, or they haven't dropped it yet, or you haven't dropped it yet? Because I mean, um. you shoot with some heavyweights. <laughs> let's say, let's keep it one hundred. You just named off like four of the top and popular black porn stars in the fucking business. Let's keep it real. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. Somebody filmed it on their camera. Okay. And I guess it was a fallout, and okay. it was on yeah, their I camera, and it it never got released, but it was on their camera. And I okay. never got a chance to ask. I was supposed to actually redo the scene with Alfonso mm-hmm. and Dallas. Mm-hmm. But I never got a chance to actually redo myself with them. And I always shoot with Nasty. So me and him actually linked up a little bit after that and did a whole new scene. See, I knew it. I knew it. I said, she's the most known I know. Just something to tell me about it. Just telling me. Because <laughs> it just the way that you move when I would look at your stuff, I like, yeah, she's she she's like a volcano. She's ready to explode people. Because, like I said, just the fact that who you connected with 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 content speaks volumes or what have you. So, why was you off and on? Because you because you mentioned that you said you was off and on in the business person. Yeah. What okay. what, what, what put you off? Honestly, and the reason why Dallas was always mad, I do. It was a guy I had a mm-hmm. um, relationship for five years. We actually just recently broke up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at first, he was okay with the porn because I met him through my porn. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, after a while, you know, like, this is your girl. And, like, you know, you got your niggas walking up to you like, oh, you dating so-and-so. She did this and she did that. And he's more modest. Me, I'm more, like, free, out there, don't give a fuck. I do me. That's not mm-hmm. him. He wasn't really okay with it after a while. And I kind of, you know, like broke it off. Then I had to, you know, keep stopping. And I was also working. I was in school. I was involved in like another, you know, like not political stuff, but more like if they yeah. see my stuff, they're definitely going to drop me. So I said, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I have to take a break from stuff. Like just recently, I was supposed to do some of the mother and with her, like she was really, really involved in the community. And if they mm-hmm. see my shit, mm-hmm. she's in trouble, I'm in trouble, they're in trouble, and I can't do like certain shit anymore. So okay, I said, fuck I it. But I move, you know, I'm doing shit a lot differently. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm trying to come back but more exclusive mm-hmm. with my shit. So. Yeah, because the thing that I tell any female, the first thing you got to lose is shame. Because if you really want to make money and be able to move in this business like you want to, you can't be ashamed if anyone finds out. Because it stunts your growth. And for what I've seen with these videos, boo-boo, you don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Next year is going to, 2022 is going to be the good year for you. I just have that just that suspicion. That's why I'm looking to bring you back Thank as much you. as possible on this show. But, but seriously, so um, with okay, uh, with the boyfriend, yeah, speak to not having someone in your corner and that support you in this business. How it stunted your growth in this business and actually kind of caused you not because it seemed like your trajectory you was heading to being a big name and catching mm-hmm. fire. So it seemed like to me he kind of held it back. So speak to having someone in your corner that supports you versus having someone that they start to feel shame because you're doing it and it kind of hurts you 
from really get seeing your potential. Right. I mean, I have people in my corner, you know, like my my best friend, you know, I met her through one of my old managers, and that's the whole different story, too. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was able to put me on to a lot of people, too. You know, I was able to meet, I met Cleo through him, I met Gogo through him, and even though, like, the management and relationship part didn't really work out, I'm actually glad that we actually worked together and stuff like that because, you know, like, I've learned a lot. You know, I was able to meet people I wouldn't meet on my own and Mm -hmm. build certain stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was able to actually gain a lot, too. Boss Mm -hmm. lose some shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because it seems like that's the main thing is, like, Whenever we work with somebody, whether good or bad, we had learned something from dealing with them or took something from them that helped us with our own business. You know, pretty, even right. I can say that in my 15 years with me and a model or me and producer, my part of ways is something that I learned from them. You know, pretty good or bad or indifferent. You know, um, you're back, pretty much back into the game, and you're now making moves in in the business or what have you. Um, are you glad that you kind of set a foundation versus some girls who didn't set no foundation and they're coming in? Oh yeah, I'm I'm definitely because I've met a lot of girls who were just coming into the game and they were asking me for advice and I was like, damn, you're coming to me asking? And they had like a lot of that stuff and I was like, oh, in my head I'm like, well I wouldn't do it that way and I would do it. So I'm kind of glad you know I did it the way I did it. Mm-hmm. Because they kind of like not kept me grounded, but like boundaries too. Mm-hmm. Like I was able to learn a lot about myself, you know, go through different mm-hmm. stages, see what's okay, what's not okay, what I like, what I don't like. So it worked mm-hmm. out. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I, I can't wait to see what happens with this this bondage with this BDSM scene. Because like I said, <laughs> this is because like I said, because y'all not having sex at none of these things, correct? Mm-mm. See, that's what I'm saying. You don't, if that's what I mean, you're tapping into something that black girls don't do. You feel what I'm coming from? Because you know, how many scenes have you seen BDSM that had a black girl's or sub? And at some point, she gets only one girl, and that's that's key in the war. That's probably the only one I really ever seen do like BDSM, BDSM a lot of times. Yeah. But it's mainly her and a Caucasian guy. I don't really see a lot of like black females submitting, they're like, oh, I'm black. I'm too hard. Mm-hmm. I can't submit. Da, 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 da. I'm not afraid to submit. If I trust mm-hmm. you, I'm submitting. Yes, daddy. No, daddy. You know, I'm doing this, doing that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how I am by heart. I'm naturally submissive. Mm-hmm. So if I trust you and shit, oh, you're getting a whole line, y'all. I'll do whatever you tell me. Like, mm-hmm. we got to trust you and shit. So I'm all for it. I'm ready. See, the men right now listening, they just like, Lord have mercy, where's this woman at? <laughs> yes, a lot of guys tell me that like one thing I will say, like even like on a personal note, any guy who meets me, they're like they're hooked automatically. They're like, yo, where the fuck you come from? I'm, I'm a whole different breed. Like I'm different. Dudes be like, I can't. Like, I'm a whole <laughs> like I'm laughing because <laughs> I keep having flashbacks of what niggas be telling me and they call me crack. 
<laughs> like they oh, can't. God. See, go there, there, there might be a tagline out of this piece. I'm, I'm, I'm like cracking the <laughs> '80s, baby. I'm like cracking the '80s, baby. <laughs> you get hooked. <laughs> I tell you, like you know, you're not ready because I had an ex of mine. So then I ain't gonna fall. I'm good. I'm tough. I was like, all right. I get yeah, because I was gonna get on your ass when you said you were gonna retire. I said retire for what? I was like, I just smelt <laughs> it. I was like, what you retiring for? You ain't even got started. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting there looking. I'm sitting there looking at your stuff. Or... I'm like, she ain't even got started. I can't wait to see her like in a strong professional scene. You know what I'm saying? Some role play and shit of that nature. And speaking of that, which that's the segue. Tell me about Polly After Dark. Okay. So Polly After Dark is a group that I'm in. Actually, I met them through, I want to say, Telegram. And mm-hmm. I absolutely love them. I work with um, a guy named Chief and I think Gigi the Goddess mm-hmm. off of Twitter. And okay. it's like a poly group, but they have like their own thing offset. And it's like mm-hmm. the OnlyFans, the iFans, like every little like, I want to say adult platform out there they're trying to push it out and they have events mm-hmm. they do little um photo shoots like right now um but okay <laughs> um i want to say last no not last year in october they had like a really really big like halloween party in atlanta mm-hmm. and it was um i think the squirting contest the, um the creamers contest if you're a model you could come, I think, a day before and do your pictures, your content. Mm-hmm. They shoot you. You get dressed up and then goes out. I've been with them, I want to say, for a couple months now. Mm-hmm. I was doing model work, but schedule was kind of hectic now. So now I'm like behind the scenes, like the, uh, managing the, um, I think the OnlyFans site. And I think Chief said something else, I'm not really too sure, but I absolutely love it. Like I am so, all for so, it. So 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 this is like a swinger event slash content trade type situation. Um, yeah, something like because they still have like their fun, but it's more like you know, like you come out there, you model, you take the pictures. You either could be an um, anonymous model, you can do the couples, you can do solo lingerie, oh, like you want do a different type of stuff. So so it allowed them to not only. Okay, put it this way. How many of them are actually serious? Oh, God, I hate saying the, the, the term. It just burns my mouth. To content creators <laughs> versus these are people that just want to fill, fill out a fantasy. Oh, no, no. I would have to say since being in the group, because I'll be an OG that started out first, but I want to say since I've been there, a lot of the girls, I have to give them their credit. Cause they're okay. doing like professional type of pictures and shit. Like there's one okay. girl, oh my god, I was like, yo, I'm looking like my shit is looking like amateur work compared to yours, and I was, like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, your shit is nice. And it's another couple. I'd say Gigi, her mm-hmm. shit is fucking amazing, and I'm like, yo, like I see like everyone in the group, they're about their shit. It's not an old, you know, I want to be in a group and to be in a um, platform just to go fuck on females. I like, know I would have to say everyone in there, they're serious. Like, they're back to shit. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, okay. Because like I said, with um, so it's it's basically it's crazy as hell how y'all basically have which in all intents purpose called a content house, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's funny how that has been popping up a lot in the past two years. The content house concept. You know, period. Um because like which I okay, now I got to ask you about the content. The one McCauley. Um with this, how is this different than the content houses that porn stars do now? Because it seems like y'all's a little bit different than just how can I put this? Um because y'all say it's couples or, or what have you, so it's kind of catered to the swinger poly lifestyle more so than the porn star lifestyle you get what i'm coming from to where y'all probably mm-hmm. have less drama that goes down at these these events than you probably would at a porn star content right. house would you say and can, right. can you expound upon that and why um i have to say we're different because well when it comes to the managers they want to be like they want their platform to be like really really different than anybody else's and okay. i would say they are trying that they have like the food play they do a lot of um solo videos like strip teasers like okay. i would say my girl manager she wants to have like the platform different than anybody else's so when they come and see our shit they're like oh okay this is like really exclusive shit i can't find anywhere else and they mm-hmm. are working on doing that mm-hmm. i would say um I got the breakdown of what's going to be up there and looking at some mm-hmm. of the stuff, I said, okay, you know, I see your vision. I see what you're going for. And I can actually say, give it, I want to say maybe like a half a year. Mm-hmm. That shit is going to be like the best thing out there because they mm-hmm. really are working really hard on their shit. As far as the event wise, I have not heard of anything going down as far as drama. Mm-hmm. And I will you know, pop on that because that's what really like it's kind of sad sometimes, like when a certain shit you gotta go yeah. out there and arguing, you know, you can't really have fun. Yeah, but see, I think the way that y'all doing it, it, it cuts it down because these are people that are in the lifestyle versus they're in the business. You see what I'm coming from? They're in the lifestyle mm-hmm. and the business versus they're just in the business. Because if right. you're in the lifestyle, you, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. You, you ain't gonna catch feelings because this is what you do. You feel where I'm coming from? Right. Yeah. See that. So to me, I think that's kind of why y'all probably don't have that much problem. <laughs> that's good because I don't. I don't do drama. I don't like drama. Like I don't do any extraness. If I sense it, I'm out. Like I've been in a couple. So before, like drama has popped up, and I'm not with the shits at all. Like I'm a Capricorn, so Capricorn yeah. they're not a lot of shit, and <laughs> drama is one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, most definitely. Now we're about to get to the show where the dicks go limp and the pussies where they go dry. So <laughs> now you say you've been in this since 2016. So that means you've seen changes in the business because because this is the time that you've been in it. Speak to the biggest misconception that girls think that you automatically gonna make shitload of money walking to this business. They don't understand the ups and downs. One month is good, one month is not. So I want you to speak to that. And plus, what's some of the things and tips you can give people that when sales get slowed, that month, it ain't going good. What do you do 
to help pick up your sales? Okay, well, I can say, honestly, when I first started, I was doing it for the money. And yeah. money was good in the beginning. I was in my OnlyFans. And honestly, I wasn't really making money. I've been doing this since 2016. I have not started seeing money, I want to say, until like maybe two, three years ago. So mm-hmm. that's 2016 until now. So like mm-hmm. girls who say, oh, I want to do porn for that money. You know, da, 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 da. The money is not always all that. Even if you are working through a company, because I've had companies before come to me and I looked up mm-hmm. certain shit and I was like, okay, so you're telling me I'm going to have to work and do a shoot back to back from Monday to Friday. And that's just the trial run. Then I got to actually shoot Saturday to Sunday. And if we have five shoots in one and we only have two days to shoot, that means you want to be ramping from Saturday to Sunday. And if I have a manager and a crew, it's going to go to the top, which mm-hmm. is not me, to the bottom, which is me. Mm-hmm. So by the time everything is broken down, I'm only seeing half, little to nothing in my chat. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold, hold on. Put a pin in there for a second. Mm-hmm. This supposed to be paid gig? This is a paid gig? Well, I haven't really paid gig or yeah, like it's like I've had paid gigs Mm -hmm. from some companies, and it's like okay, like honestly, that's why I like doing gigs with it's just me. Yeah, because majority of it is going towards me. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. when you said trial, I was like, okay, I'm gonna say this again. There's no such thing as a trial video. There's no such thing as a Free video is either content or you get paid. So I was about to oh. try a video. That makes no fucking damn sense. Yeah, because that's and, what somebody and, told me one time. No, no, no. Let, let me break it down to you, baby. This is how I pose the word. I'm about to give people some knowledge. So listen, get close get, get close to your screen, phone, wherever it is like this. You either get paid or you get the content. There's no trial. There's no... That's an old wise tale and actually... a a ploy that some producers use just to get free pussy and get free content. The casting couch, that would, it was for even, no, actually in Hollywood, even the casting couch, you got paid. You just didn't, you just didn't get paid well because that was your first scene. But the thing of it is, is no, it's not supposed to be no situation where you're shooting five scenes and you're not getting paid nor getting the content. You know, period. That's it. It, that was the reason why back in the day girls went and found producers versus just grab their phone or just start filming. Because that producer gave you the knowledge and plus it safeguards you from the bullshit. You know, because that was my one of my jobs when I got in the business. Now I started. I was safeguarding. I was helping girls build their own, put out their own, establish their own. It's just back then girls didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they wanted to pay gigs. You feel me? And they wanted the fame. They wanted the fame. That's all I can tell. You can't always do that. No, you can't. Shit. Uh, Cherokee, uh, excuse me, Cherokee dad, shout out to her. I would love to interview her one day. She she said it to me in her face. She said she knew what she knew then. Uh, She would have put out her own shit from jump. You know, period. She was like, because that's why someone told me, never let the industry have more content of you than you don't have of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, period. So, 
No, nah, I just want to stop you there. We can get back to the interview. I'm sorry for the break, but <laughs> I, no, I, I'm it's sorry. Okay. I, I don't want nobody to get fucked over. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, that, that you would get right. fucked over. My red flag went off of my head and I said, this don't sound right. And yeah, I didn't do nah. it. But some girls might hear that and be like, oh, okay, that's not bad. But I was like, this don't sound right. No, nah, I was nah, like, this, nah. this is not making type of sense to me. Yeah, he's talking about you getting all mm-hmm. them scenes or he's paying you or or he said something, well, you know, Friday we're doing content trade. Saturday, everything we're shooting is paid. I get that. But it, it trial and then and you ain't getting the trial. Trial, okay. If I'm getting paid for the trial, what, what are you trying to say? Uh, <laughs> okay, oh, no, if I'm getting I content. No, after so, that. <laughs> yeah, so no, no, you did write the question that I know that would eat you the back of your neck. Like, what the fuck now? Yeah, I was like, what? what? The fuck it, I'm doing. I'm not even getting the content. No one getting paid yet. Just the I didn't first even know if I'm getting paid. I heard I gotta work for how long? And we only asked shooting for when and when. I said, no, I'm good. Yeah. So thank you, but no, thank you. I even asked more questions after that. <laughs> but <laughs> I guess anything else I can say is like, if it's for it, like do it because you want to, because money is going to be hard. Like I had mm-hmm. like on and off days. That's why I used to escort. Mm-hmm. I used to do like in between because money was hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, blah, you know, like I didn't see how girls doing this shit for the money and the pay ain't always that good. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, I guess I could say too, you know, just like let me see how to put it. Have like a good support team on your back. Because it's like if you have nobody, you want to make a lot of dumb choices. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm kind of glad, you know, I had the guy that I had and my for my manager because mm-hmm. he did teach me a lot. Like he was like really like really hard on me, but it worked. Because now when I smell bullshit, I'm like, I'm good. Like, <laughs> it's not no, ain't no finishing it. I'm good. If it ain't about business, I'm good. Like, when I even sniff small bullshit, I'm good. Before, yeah. I'm like, you know, entertaining some shit because I'm new. I didn't know shit. So it's like, just research your shit and be on yourself. Oh, yeah. So shoot. So with your marketing promotion, I know you pretty much. Do you do that pretty much yourself? Yeah. How much time you put into marketing, promoting <laughs> your sites, updating your sites? Because see, that's the other shit that no one talks about. Because yeah. the real work begins after you film the scene. Go ahead. Um, I would have to say when I actually was putting my all in it, um. I had got good advice. He told me, if you want to start getting your shit out there, try and post three times a day. He said, in the morning, in the afternoon, that night. You want to post around, like, I think the algorithm changed at like 11 o'clock, I want to say. So within that, I was shooting my regular, I was posting in the morning. And then I shot three clips after that. I would have to edit it, you know, put it together. And then by the time the afternoon came, put those three posts out, do something else in between. And then when nighttime came, post three things up. Go my only fan, you know, take some little suits of stuff, pictures, but not edit it, put that up. Go to my ex videos, hit the clips, edit it, put that up. So when I was doing that, I want to say it was taking me like all day. Like, 
I didn't really have time to really sit and I had to do other shit. And I said, oh, shit, I got to edit. Oh, shit, I got to film. Oh, shit, pictures. Oh, shit, meetups. You know, so I was like, <laughs> I was doing stuff by myself for a minute. Yeah. So that's the thing, too. You got to realize, like, when you get in the game, do you want to have a team? Do you want to do it by yourself? You know, in the beginning, I had a team. But he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. So then it fell on me and my friend do a lot of my own shit. And that's how, you know, I kind of got accommodated doing most of my stuff. Because, you know, I'm buying the costume. I'm buying the hair. I'm getting my nails and I'm taking the pictures. I'm doing this. So I got a custom doing on my own. But we don't have time. I'm telling you, in the beginning, it's going to take literally all day. I was getting up at six, mm-hmm. not laying down until eleven twelve at night. Cause I'm constantly editing, taking pictures, finding old shit, trying to film, do this, keep shit updated. That's why my only fans kind of fell because I wasn't really doing shit back to back I used to do. So shit's tiring. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, what girls don't realize is that this is a job. It is. Is a job because you're now a independent business owner in all intents purposes. So you have to put time into it because girls think it's a hustle and it, it and it's an easy hustle. Shoot, it's just like a drug dealer. Drug dealer got to work. He got to he got to work over something sundown. He's like sometimes I be at work on my cell phone promoting. So <laughs> and the job good. doing the job. Yeah. So shoot. So um. With that being said, I'm trying to think where I want to go with this now. Um, <laughs> with you moving forward, like how do you balance your personal life um, with the professional life? When do you have? When do you give yourself time? You feel what I'm saying? Me time. Honestly, to keep it a buck, I had a really hard time giving myself the me time. Because I wasn't really able to fully, you know, like, balance my life. Because in the beginning, when it came to even just dating alone, I was really, you know, like, cautious because I couldn't find somebody who, you know, wanted to chill with Lala. Yeah. Chill with the head goddess or spit queen. It was mm-hmm. hard to decipher. So I wouldn't have time. I put all my stuff in the business. I know when it's me. You know, I'm doing shit for Spit Queen. You know, even mm-hmm. when it came to um buying costumes, me, you know, I like looking cute. So when mm-hmm. I was doing shit for yeah. Disney, getting myself cute, I was still doing shit for me. You know, I was getting my hair done, buying new wigs, getting my nails done, mm-hmm. the lashes, the content. I, I like to be really, really cute. That's my thing, being really cute. Mm-hmm. So when I was doing the business shit, I was still doing shit for myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mainly going out at night like maybe like once or twice a week probably sometimes because I have like friends who know what I do and they're cool with the shit mm-hmm. but I was still like I had a really hard time balancing even with my relationship I just left you know he was okay with filming but after a while I was like okay you know every time we have sex I want myself let's get this shot done not mm-hmm. just me you know having sex to have fun so mm-hmm. I said shit you know my next relationship I'm gonna try you know like 
split it up, have some more time. But I definitely did not have a good time with balancing my shit at all. <laughs> <laughs> but see, it's, but I mean, but um, but I mean, even to the point because y'all was working together for the most part. So is it? How can I put this? So do you think? The fact that he was not only your man but your male talent, that kind of made your relationship go left? Yes, because that's how I fucked up. I shouldn't have brought my business life to the personal because he he never had the intentions of, you know, like being talent and so maybe like the middle part, it a little bit after that, mm-hmm. he wasn't with me. Like he wasn't with the porn too much. He wasn't with me filming. But I was like, babe, you know, I, I stopped doing it for a while. And I said, you know, babe, you know, this is how I get the money. You know, I'm not doing any shoots anymore, but I still have my only fans. You know, yeah. my fans are still paying month to month and I don't have any new So, so he wasn't necessarily looking for a career in the business. Listen. In the beginning, no. He wasn't. Okay. Like, because he's really, really modest. You know, he's a little bit older. He wasn't really okay with a lot of shit. But I was like, you know, babe, you know, would you mind <laughs> me and you film and post it up on OnlyFans? You know, no one's going to see. Your face is going to be out. They mm-hmm. can't really tell it's you. They basically know you. So you're good. And you say, look, that's how the money comes in. I have no problem. And that's why I fucked up. I should have just kept it to where, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not going to bring him in until he fully asks me or shows he wants mm-hmm. to. So it was never so it was never a point. So it was never a point where okay, I would like to put it this way. So that means so if you wanted to just do it go dolo, he was cool with it. Yeah, because like it's not like he didn't know what I do because he honestly he met me on my porn page. That's how he met me. It was on live and he had popped in. I was doing like no little question answers and he popped up. To once he went on a date, I actually had lost mm-hmm. contact, and I actually I met him on my personal time through a friend who actually knew me and knew him, mm-hmm. and then like shit went left, and then five years later I'm with himself. Okay. So I say like well, he didn't know what I was doing. He met me through my stuff, but I never yeah. really fully brought him into my world. And I said, you know, mm-hmm. I met you on a personal time, not business right. time. So now mm. when I'm with you, it's more personal. You're getting the real me and shit. Not the porn me. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It versus that I met you on set. We, you were doing the business. I was doing the business. I brought you right. in the business, per se. Right. Yeah, and then it just... So towards the end of the relationship, basically, he wasn't cool with you working with others? or, or no. I mean, or he wasn't? No, he wasn't. That's how we actually broke up. Because I was oh. under the con, I was under a contact. <laughs> I was under a contract, yeah. and I had to do a shoot. But I was like, "Oh, you know, babe, I just I'm taking pictures." But no one. I had a picture. I had a photo shoot and a content shoot. I didn't tell him the second part. I showed oh. him the pictures to the photo shoot, and I had posted up the X-rated pictures of the shoot mm-hmm. on my porn page. But he's oh. never really been with me before. But I said, he's not going to see you. You know, I'm good. Because he don't really be on it like that. I was like, I'm good. He's never going to find out. He texted me. He said, oh, so you lied. I said, oh, shit. He sent the pictures. 
And I guess somebody must have seen it and showed it to him. I said, great. And he was like, oh, now you're lying. And I said, I didn't tell you to watch shoot because I know you don't like me shooting. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm not going on regular shoots. No, I'm under a contract. I signed mm-hmm. that shit way, way before. And now it's starting to catch up to me now. So, but see, so, here's a question I, I got to ask you. Why did you not feel comfortable just telling him the whole truth? Because I, I know him. Like, I knew okay. him. Like, okay, I, I knew him. I told him he was going to have a fit. He told me, like, I'm not going to be mad, but I, I, nigga, I know you. It's been five years now with you. I know you. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know me. As soon as I bring up a dude and me and a scene, you have so, a So, thing. okay, then, yeah. See, that's the picture that I wanted to see was that it was that he had a problem you doing porn. He had a problem with you working with others. Yeah. And, and see, yeah. So, it's, how can I put this? Um, Cause like I tell people, I say I, I give my opinion. You know, like I said, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah, it was a recipe for failure because if you want to take this business to the next level, your mate has to understand you have to fuck others, and they right. have to understand that it's business. Because to me, was he dating you when you was taking calls? When, when you were taking calls. I mean, he, no, he didn't know. Oh, he didn't know. Okay, then I got you. No, he never so knew. at no point, he wanted you with another dude. No way. Yeah, <laughs> y'all like he, well, y'all won't equally yoke. That what that was. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't your fault. You can't I be know. mad. The sex was so good. I was just like, oh, like the I sex know, was amazing. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, what it was not being equally yoked. The dick got me hooks. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stay here. The, the dick was like, I couldn't. <laughs> People, this has been brought to you by good dick. Good dick make you yes. completely rethink yes. shit. Good <laughs> dick will make you be like, fuck not being equally yoked. Fuck <laughs> him being a good dude. Fuck, dick he'll get over it. He won't know. He won't know. He won't know. <laughs> But see, but see, it's it's funny because like when I talk to a lot of ladies, because you're on brand actually, because a lot of them see their career blossom when they come out of a relationship. For some, and, yeah. and, and, and it, because a lot of them, especially when they like in their forties, it's like that's when they like they shit just pop off because yeah. you can move better. And I, that's why I said the, the two things you, the hardest thing is having somebody that will support you in it that they will not be bothered by. It. And the other part is not being ashamed of what you do. If you're able to be able to have both them balanced, your career is going to blossom. You know, period. Because, yeah, I know it's hard as fuck. You sitting here doing all this shit. You going through trying to keep keep him from not finding out and this, that, and the third. And you know you want to do these shoots and this shoot can make you money. Yeah, it can be very yeah. stressful on your brain. And it was, because I got offered, like, I want to say, that's when I was like, the devil is really testing me right now. Because a lot of times <laughs> when we were good and I wasn't doing shit, I got yeah. so many offers to do, like, a lot of professional shoots with money. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. sitting here like, ooh, devil, we don't stop tempting me right now. I want to be like, hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, you know, I, I can't, you know, I'm not doing I tell, right I tell any good. female this. And, and I tell my daughter this: never, if this is something you want to do, 
this career that you want to do and you want to pursue, don't let the man that you date stop you from pursuing it. Because he may not be there for he may not be there long. You know, mm-hmm. period. You know, some people are here for a reason, some people are here for a season, you know. Mm-hmm. And um because this career that you're embarking on could take you to great heights if you play your cards right. And right. it can make you money and get you known this damn third. Because even with me, when I interviewed Sarah J, she went from being a female that was doing interracial porn to basically a social icon almost. Well, basically, you can say a social icon. If you fuck, uh, what was it? Ty Khalil, uh, God, what's your damn name for? Khalil Kwali out this motherfucker. Well, damn it, you done done something in life. You know what I'm saying? Come on, Miss London knocked off, got them the little baby. This is, you feel what I'm saying? And now you, even though, yeah, yeah, but she got paid 65 grand for that shit, but that ain't the point. The point being is, it can put you in positions to make money if you do it mm-hmm. right. And outside even of the business, you know? So that's why I tell anyone, why would you not pursue this to the fullest because of the sacrifice you'll be making anyway? Mm-hmm. And that's uh, the same thing Dallas was telling me. He was like, every single time you stop, I know about that man. Now, like, leave me alone. <laughs> leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> yeah, because especially when you have someone like with that, no, no, and, 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 and no, no disrespect. With Dallas, yeah, he's gonna push the shot out your ass. Dallas got uh, Dallas got some cachet, goddammit. Let's keep it mm-hmm. real. <laughs> got some cachet. So when you have someone like that sitting here saying, yo, what the fuck you doing? It speaks volumes. That shows the potential mm-hmm. that is there. No, period. Because I, I see you enjoy what every, you do. I see you love every something. Every argument we probably ever had was about that because I'm so hard headed. And I would say, like, I not look up to him, but I take he has to say like to key because he's not with all the extra, you know, like speaking and shit. He, he don't do that shit. When mm-hmm. it comes to me, he will be on my ass. And I'm like, God, I know I fucked up. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. damn, we really sitting here and you on my ass and mm-hmm. I've never really seen you do this shit before. And I'm like, damn, I fucked up. I hate you. I got well, see, it. But that's the that's beauty of this business. You can always Make a comeback. I'm sitting here looking at you. I've been looking at your blowjob videos and shit. I'm like, yeah, the skills is there. <laughs> yeah, I see she enjoyed doing it. I mean, even to the point I with your uh, with your um, your logo, it's it's a hot ass pick. It's like I see you know how to work yeah. the camera, you know, um, you know. Period. I mean, it, it's like how much do you get off from when you do your things? Um, I would have to say. Off of my blowjob scenes alone, I don't have to fuck. I can suck a dick and I can take my hand, touch down there, and it's mm-hmm. just like spiderwebs because I, I get off a pleasure. Mm-hmm. I tell God all the time, I'd be like, no, I want to make sure you come. I'm like, nah, enjoy yourself because I'm going to come regardless. Fuck that shit. Like, I don't care if we fuck. I don't care if you touch me. I could just suck your dick and I'm still going to come. Because I know that you're having fun, you're enjoying myself. Because me, I'm like a, I guess a pleasure whore. Like, mm. I like to get my excitement off of the pleasure. Like I yeah, because be I, I get to you like like I can see I can see it right now. Like if they're filming it, and it's like <laughs> this is just I'm just I, I just see this. 
it's like the camera peels down the dude, like he just got finished fucking the shot at your ass. He pulled the dick out of the pussy. He stands up, you get on your knees. You up there bouncing with glee, like, yes, I can do something. I can see you doing <laughs> that, that shit. <laughs> like you inside, like, yes, <laughs> and you just go in on it. But but that I but see, one that, that. see that what I'm saying. <laughs> it translates to a great scene because that what the fans like to see. A girl that enjoyed being a fucking freak on camera. You know, period. And I think and okay, in your opinion for the years that you've been in and, and probably a point that you watched prior to it, what do you think is missing in the game now? The um I said like the pleasure. Like it's the excitement. Even me, you know, I wanna like get off sometimes. I like watching certain porns, but sometimes mm-hmm. I see certain shit and I'm like, I get turned off because I can mm-hmm. tell when I'm going to see it because I've done it a mm-hmm. couple times. Mm-hmm. So I watch it and I be like, she's not even enjoying herself. Or if she is, like, I I can't look at you and think you're having fun. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, girls are like, they're forgetting to be in the moment and just have fun. Like it's been times to where I've had guys to where I did not want to shoot with at all, but you were never going to know because mm-hmm. I put that smile on my face. You know, I get real nasty, I get in the mood, and I'm like, fuck it, I don't want to fuck this man. He does not turn me on at all. He is not my type. But I'm gonna get on my knees and I'm gonna suck his shit and make him feel like I want to fuck him <laughs> because that's what people want to see. Yeah. Like it's customer service. Yeah, because what people, what the average person don't know, and is that the work it takes for being in front of the camera. See, it's easy that you speak that because not every talent you're going to end up shooting with you find attractive off day. Even Mm -hmm. even with me, I was doing straight content trade majority of the time, and the girl that I might did content trade with, me, I may not ever look at her as attractive or. And not that she was attractive. I may not be feeling her that I would fuck her off camera if that ever happened. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't fucking tell. <laughs> because the point being is, this is a job that we do. It's about being professional. Right. Know, period. So now, since you're jumping your ass back in this business, <laughs> I'm going to ask you the million dollar question. This is the million dollar question, people. All right. What's the question? There's going to be guys <laughs> that are going to hit you up. They're going to want to work with you. Mm-hmm. What they need to bring to the table as far as cachet? How they need okay. to approach you? What you to sign off on doing a content trade with a male talent? For all the guys who are going to be listening to this, whether you are professional contact creators or not, if you want to sit here and speak to me, please, 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 please do not start off with a dick picture. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of guys think I like that shit I don't I hate dick pictures like I hate the sexual talk just please just come up professional mm. like I'll give an example I have a um cause I do business on my Twitter my Instagram mm. and my Snapchat and I had a guy um I made a post about something about um Snapchat Mm-hmm. come back he was like oh your voice turns me on da, 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 da. you look so sexy let's work mm-hmm. and I was like 
this is my business page. So you sitting here connected business and you not even speaking business. I was like, I'm not working with you. I don't give a fuck how many videos you got, how big you are. I'm not working with you. Like if you want to work with me, you gotta have your platform out and get your fans. Get X amount of videos. Because I was listening to um I think it was Monet Divine Monet Divine's um space chat on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, like, even when you want to work, you want to talk to the girls and see, okay, well, when did you work with them? How did it go? How did it work out? And get, like, certain experiences. If you have not worked with certain females, I can't work with you. Because it's the part to where I already got myself established. I'm not big in the game, but mm-hmm. niggas know who I name, who my name is. Yeah. Like, people know who I am. So if you don't have a certain platform so I can ask who so and so and they say who are you, I can't work with you because pretty much you're riding off of my back because mm-hmm. I have a name you don't. So I can't work with you if you don't have some type of, you know, not no clout, mm-hmm. but if you're not known, mm-hmm. now it's okay. I'm about to go with the big buck so I can get up there because I'm not getting mm-hmm. shit from you. So we can't, you scratch your back, I scratch your back, we can't work. So pretty much mm-hmm. it's come off professional, come correct. Mm-hmm. You can have you know, a little portfolio, whatever like that, that's a plus. And just do your shit right and we probably work together. Yeah. Now, also, the other part of this is iron sharpens iron. Um, when you work with another professional male talent, it makes the scene move better. Versus right. working with someone that is not talented, because you actually have done both to a certain extent. Speak to that. Mm-hmm. I've had I had it um, when I first started out. Um, I actually had a producer when I did my um my trap house scene. It was a real trap house with mm-hmm. real drug dealers, <laughs> and I had made mm-hmm. a, um a post on my tag at the time. I went live, and I said, "Look, you know I'm." Just now starting out the professional shit. Um, for one night only. All you have to have is recent paperwork, condoms, and I was the one to like fifty dollar charge fee. Mm-hmm. You could shoot. No no professional necessary needed. Mm-hmm. Just have a dip and fifty and we can work. If you clean paperwork, whatever like that, we can work tonight, one night only. Mm-hmm. And that shit, it wasn't no compared to my professional shit. Now mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, never again, <laughs> never, <laughs> never yeah, because, again. Because <laughs> it's 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 like getting a carpenter to fix a car. He and he has no mechanic background. Yes, that's the one thing I hate. I've had so many shit to a girls and guys alike was that porn is not that hard. All you gotta do is fuck. And I said, no, it's not. It's not. Mm-mm. No, because you got to think about angles. You got to think about um, you got you know, some of the positions when the angles is not comfortable. You know, No, it's not. Like, I have to say countless times to where I had to sit and look pretty while I fuck. <laughs> that is hard. <laughs> yeah, you got to think about the camera work the camera. 
Shit, you might yes. have bad knees. He needs your ass to squat while you giving head <laughs> for like six minutes. You down there squatting out this bitch. You think she bouncing because she happy? No, she trying to make sure her knee ain't going the fuck out out this bitch. I gotta make sure my knees ain't going out. I'm able to suck in the summer so the gut not poking out. I gotta sit up straight so I look like a more slender. I'm like, boy, that's a lot of work. Yeah, that's a lot and of then, work. And then, and then if you go up more levels, it gets more difficult with the scene. That way, there's more people on set, and now they're doing the mechanical five minutes of donkey. Hold it, hold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't move. You know what I'm saying? You know, period. Yeah, I mean, but I think that that is starting to be opening up because it's funny when you mention spaces that that what a lot of people talk about on spaces but mm-hmm. it's just funny all spaces. some of these motherfuckers don't have a clue about the business and want to sit here and talk no. about today have a clue about the business it's the blind it's and the blind sometimes oh, God. i was like like really i be sitting and listening like between spaces and clubhouse because I, mm-hmm. I have to say clubhouse now has a lot of um adult Space spaces, mm-hmm. and I just sit back, you know, and when I listen, I may be in the audience, I'm listening mm-hmm. to certain stuff. And I'm like, it's the blind leading the blind right now. It's people who think they know shit or what talking about, and they really don't. Then when I get on stage and I'm throwing out facts, they say, oh my God, that makes sense. And I was like, yeah, but we in the same field doing the same shit, but yeah, you talking bullshit right now, and I'm yeah. speaking facts. So, yeah. This didn't make no type of sense. Is that this is a business. Um, mm-hmm. You, why y'all? These motherfuckers get a test for free. Don't forget one. We have to pay for a test just to do our shoots, especially oh, printed book. Yes. And and it's not it's not cheap. It's not talent testing is. Between having to, because the nearest talent, well, I don't know about in this area, but I know only in certain areas. And I know when I was back home in Jersey, they had when I was in, um, I want to say like South Jersey, nowhere mm-hmm. close to me. So I would have to drive like 30, 40 minute drive, probably an hour mm-hmm. and a half probably. Mm-hmm. Then you got to pay a buck up just for the test. And you gotta mm-hmm. pay an extra buck and a half just to get a sense out. And I was like, what? Lucky enough, some of my um people that I did film with did take the plant parenthood testing too. Yeah. But some guy was like, if you not tell I can't do it. And I'm yeah. like, well, the health department they ain't even some motherfuckers won't be taking the health department for nothing. Word. So and some motherfuckers shit, they they said it. They, they ain't even taking the risk of just you just posting saying you could. <laughs> yeah, because I seen Nasty post some shit before, and it was a guy who had posted up his results, and they were false. And yeah. they would do talent testing. Yeah, but see, the reason why, because see, this is why I never understood. Why would you post? Just say you clean and ready to test. You ain't got to post your actual test because the motherfuckers will shot out the bitch and use your shit to shoot with somebody. Exactly. And- you you. Photoshop is easy. I went to Photoshop and Photoshop is easy as hell. You could Photoshop literally anything. That's why I was like, you posting your shit. I was like, I don't want to see paperwork. Like, legit, notarized paperwork mm-hmm. from your office. I don't want to see no talent tested online. I want, like, in my face paperwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's why I said, that's why 
you are a porn star and not a content creator. That's why I'm glad what you said what you said at the beginning. <laughs> because to me, I'm I'm sorry. It's it, to me. I, I always hear that the argument of content creator versus porn star, what have you. And I tell people, if you want longevity, you want to be a porn star. If you want short term money for that for one fucking year, be a content creator. Levels is different, thus the money is different. Plus, this game is a marathon, not a sprint. And I don't think people and um I don't think people truly understand that fact, especially walking to the business because it's so easy to get in there. It's all good, ain't no big deal. Hey, look, that, that, that let you know, like I said, with real life people and shit, we got shit going on. It's like they show you that you ain't boss lady because you stay busy doing something. <laughs> you stay busy doing something. So, look, I'm still working because- on it. <laughs> But yeah, I don't use porn star like I like people know, you know, like oh, you know, porn star, you know, because technically on edge videos, I am a verified porn star. Yeah. You know, my status is verified, my channel is verified. So when you look up on there, I do have porn star ranking. But to me, I'm like, I don't feel like I'm like a legit jit porn star because I don't, I just, I don't do the ethical way of working with it. I know there's no real ethical work, but usually when like, you think of a porn star, you think about, you know, professional shoes and the big shebangs and stuff like that. And then when you see my shit, that's not that's not me. I'm doing professional quality made work, but half of the time, that's my phone. I got a good phone with good quality and I use my shit like that. But see, but see, I do. But see, mm-hmm. the reason why I disagree with you on that end that you are a porn star because one, you have professional shit just ain't been released. You feel what I'm coming from? Because I'm pretty sure Nancy Montana, all the guys, they shot professionally with you. So if they had released that content, we would see you in more professional looking scenes. You feel what I'm saying? Plus, the way that you shoot is is along the lines of a porn star. You let's be real. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. You know, because to me, when I look at a content creator, they're not thinking about dotting the eyes and crossing the teeth. They just want to turn on the camera and fucking film. They're not thinking about being a sex symbol. They're not thinking about sales or expanding or what have you. You feel where I'm coming from? It's, mm-hmm. I'm just doing this as a hustle. It's if back in the day, girls got on back page. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So to me, no, nah, darling, you is, you, you a porn star. This. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. you know, period. <laughs> I mean, not nah, because a lot of times we don't give ourselves the credit that we do deserve. I don't, you know, period, you know, because like I said, I mean, just you have done the work; it's just it haven't been released. So, because like I said, you shot with Dallas Stoke. Is he not mm-hmm. a professional porn star? Yes. All right, baby girl, I got to tell you that. So, yo, tell everybody where they can find you. And spend some money on me. <laughs> well, you guys, you can find me on my OnlyFans. Um, 
If you search up Miss Bit Queen on Google, you get my Twitter, my Instagram, and I know definitely my Expedito page. I have my OnlyFans linked up to my bio. Um, you can find me on Clubhouse. Clubhouse name, I think it's Miss Bit Queen too. Not only too sure. But if anything, when you search out my name on any type of um, search engine, you will find a lot of my stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Oh, most definitely. So, me and her already talked. She's a, a smoke bud. And um, we're going to figure out some things because I'm definitely going to bring you back for more episodes. And me and you got to oh, get together. You. Me and you got to get together for photo shoot and a video podcast. Yes, definitely. Bye. You know, period. So me, me and her working on that because she might become a regular uh, co-host on the video podcast. Coming around that much. So period. Yes, so. I am. I'm all for it. <laughs> most I'm definitely. Putting stuff all over again. Oh, most definitely. Yes, yeah, so, so you know, you know, <laughs> we're gonna talk more about that and stuff. So people, you know how we always end this all every day. Life is a learning experience, but the point of the experience, if you didn't learn anything, smoke this over. Thank you for coming. You're welcome. I love to hear. Thank you. <laughs> no doubt. Goodbye. All right. Bye. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right